Faith. It's a very special episode of the Late Night Fright. Is it? It is. Do you know what we're talking about? I don't know. Tell me. 2012's Marvel's The Avengers. Ooh, very exciting. Endgame is out in theaters right now, and usually we do booger movies, but we are going to make an exception in this case, although there are some good boogers in The Avengers. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're making an exception because this has never been done in the history of cinema, the way that Marvel Studios has put this 11-year run together, the way that this shared universe has worked. We want to celebrate that. This is a big cultural moment. I think it's a big cultural moment. I think so, too. So we're just going to offer some thoughts on the Avengers movies, the three previous Avengers movies leading into Endgame. Maybe at a later date we'll do a more in-depth Marvel Universe uh, series of shows, but right now we're just going to focus on the first Avengers movie from 2012. Now, Faith, what do you think of this movie? I think this movie is uh, really good. It's really fun to watch, very exciting. Um I like it a lot. This movie does have a pretty high rewatch factor. Mm -hmm. I I like that. So let me tell you a little bit. I grew up reading comic books. Did you read comic books when you were coming up? I did not. I was a comic fan in the late 80s, mid to late 80s, and then into the early 90s. And comic books were not as mainstream as they are now. They were kind of starting to gain in popularity. The X-Men were pretty popular. But... Uh, I had one or two friends I read comic books with. There weren't too many guys uh, growing up in my area that read comic books. But one guy in particular, we were having a conversation. uh, We were probably 11, 12, 13 at the oldest. Having a conversation about we never thought we would see a Spider-Man movie. And we definitely didn't think we would see an Avengers movie. (laughs) So to see this movie come together the way it did for the the 12-year-old in me, it was a dream come true. It was pretty amazing. And... Uh, I was wowed by this movie the first time I saw it. And this is one of the few movies that's actually made me go wild. Do you, do you understand what I'm saying there? Yeah, I completely understand. What were your thoughts when you first saw it? Because this is the, if I'm correct, the fifth movie. We had Iron Man, Iron Man 2, mm-hmm. Thor, and we had Captain America leading into this. So this is the fifth movie in this franchise. And what did you think about it the first time you saw it? I think I'm right there with you saying, wow, watch this movie, putting them all together. And they did such a good job putting them together. Um, you know, you watch a lot of movies and I don't want to reference any, but some aren't as great when they have a whole team, if you will. Of, right. You know. Right. Um, um, so let me, uh, let me also back up a little bit about 20 years ago. I was talking about, you know, we never thought we would see this movie. The best you could hope for, there was a movie in 1998 or 1999 starring David Hasselhoff on the Fox network that was called Nick Fury, Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. So that was the best you could hope for with this, <laughs> with, with these kind of properties. This movie is absolutely gorgeous. It's colorful. It's vibrant. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's an ensemble piece. Everybody has something to do in it. It's like we said with those great episodes of Star Trek. The best episodes of Star Trek are when everybody has something to do. Everybody has something to do here. I rewatched it uh, leading into the in-game 
uh, hoorah this week. And it, it puts me right back where I was when I saw it the first time. I absolutely adore this movie. They, uh, they had talked about doing this, uh, leading into the Avengers and they absolutely did. I think they hit a home run. I agree with you completely. Uh, one thing I like about the movie, the stakes in this movie are very, very real. They're uh, comic booky, but they're not co- too cartoonish. I don't feel like this movie is too cartoonish. Yeah. Does that make yeah, that makes total sense. sense? Yeah, and I feel like the characters, uh, as as out there as some of this is, the characters feel like real people, or mm-hmm. at least they're trying to have them feel like real people. And I think that's the secret to this whole Marvel universe, uh, cinematic universe. Right, it created. almost feels like real people problems, if you will. Right, but kind of enhanced. If you know, it's not like too far fetched. I can, I, yeah. Absolutely. Now, I did mention that uh, that you know we do usually do the boogers, and this isn't um, you know a traditional booger movie, I guess you would say. But there are some boogers in this movie, and uh, Loki. I think Loki's kind of a booger. I think so too. Uh, the Chitari, the attacking fleet from another dimension, mm-hmm. or just another area of space, and the Hulk. Oh, yeah. I think the Hulk is one of the classic boogers <laughs> of all time. Now, uh, let's talk about the Hulk for a minute. I, when I was rewatching this, his first transformation scene really struck me because it reminded me of a werewolf turning, uh, you know, a man mm-hmm. turning into a werewolf. And it really reminded me of an American werewolf in London. And I couldn't find anything. I'm wondering if that was an influence on this. Could be. So, and that whole scene felt like a horror horror movie. Mm-hmm. I, I like that scene. Fun trivia about the Hulk. I'm usually full of fun trivia. <laughs> Do you know who the Hulk was based on? Who? Boris Karloff. Really? His portrayal of Frankenstein. Huh, Frankenstein's okay. monster. We, we try to be correct here. Uh, but uh, we were talking about the uh, the characters. Ah, and before I go too far, uh, Booger Movie Connection, Clark Gregg, who plays Phil Coulson, mm-hmm. he wrote What Lies Beneath. Mm-hmm. We mentioned that on that show. And if you haven't heard that show, go listen to it. So, uh, but we were talking about the characters and... Uh, I think there's just some great characters, and everybody in this movie is really good. I think so, too, yeah. Um, so we have Iron Man and Captain America and Thor and the Black Widow and the Hulk, Bruce Banner, and then Hawkeye coming together. And these are personalities that should not really be in a room together, and <laughs> somehow they make it work. And Joss Whedon, who um, Booger Movie uh, Hall of Fame for Buffy the Vampire Slayer, he somehow makes this work, and I love watching these characters play against each other. So uh, as far as the characters go, who do you like? Oh, that is so tough. I think my answer, though, is always Iron Man. <laughs> it's hard to dislike Downey, and I want to say something about Downey, because coming into this, Iron Man, the first Iron Man in 2008, really put this whole Marvel thing on the map, mm-hmm. and that was his comeback film in a lot, well, in a lot of, you know, in that way it was his comeback right. film he had uh I'm, I'm sure you know this already people out there he had his problems with addiction and some substance abuse and some legal issues and we are so glad that he's still with us and mm-hmm. that he got it straight and i think he's the greatest the greatest comeback story in hollywood history and he just knocked that out the park and that movie made a lot of money and when i first heard in the years leading up that they were doing an Iron Man movie, my first reaction was, why? <laughs> why are they doing an Iron Man movie? The world doesn't need an Iron Man movie. I was familiar with the comic books. Uh, it turns out we did need an Iron we, Man we movie. And we needed him to play Iron Man nine yeah. or ten times now, I think I think it is. <laughs> Who's your favorite? I, You know, I've always been partial to the Hulk. 
and I was going to bring this up, Marvel had a lot of success in TV uh, with the Incredible Hulk TV show, which I grew up watching. So I've always been partial to the Hulk. But uh, something about Chris Hemsworth as Thor is really amazing. Oh, I'm all on board on that. (laughs) Uh, As my sister and my good friend Liz uh, say, Thor's precious. Thor's precious. He's precious. Yeah, he's he's just funny and Uh sweet. Have Have they looked at him? I'm sure they did. I didn't. He's beautiful. But uh, <laughs> um, I'm really partial to Thor. It's hard not to like all of Even I'm not a huge Scarlett Johansson fan. And Neither watching that I. movie again. She's perfect I, for that she, role. perfect for perfect. it. And Jeremy Renner is kind of emerging more and more for me. I just Because you know, you're watching the movie, you want to see the Hulk, you want to see Iron Man. Mm-hmm. And then there's Hawkeye with a bow and arrow. <laughs> but uh, watching it again, I really have a new respect for what Jeremy Renner is doing in the movie. All of them. Samuel Jackson's great. Yes. But I think the best performance in the movie is Tom Hiddleston as Loki. I was going to say, I love how in the beginning you see him in the beginning of the movie and he just kind of stands out and you, you kind of love him. He really does. My favorite moment in the movie out of so many great moments in this and iconic moments is when he has taken the guy's eyeball out yes. and that look that he has, just of that smile of like, I'm enjoying this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He is a wonderful actor. Everybody in this is is really good. And for me, it answers a lot of the playground questions like who would win in a fight between Thor and the Hulk? Who would mm-hmm. win in a fight between <laughs> Iron Man and Thor? So they really go there. They really get the comic book aspect of it. They ground the movie. It, th- there's a reason this movie made so much money. Mm-hmm. And there's a reason this movie is kind of a modern classic. Uh, the final battle with its ups and downs is really great. The score from our buddy Alan Silvestri is great. That theme song. And we want to thank... Uh, music guy for that lovely introduction that he Very gave beautiful. us uh the creepy crawly designs are great the uh, the big ship that flies you know what i'm talking about mm-hmm. that looks like a big worm yes that reminded me from star trek to the wrath of khan the little earwig that yes. he put in Chekhov's <laughs> ear that first thing i thought when i saw that years ago so this movie blew me away when i saw it it still blows me away i think it's a great uh period on the end of that first statement that they mm-hmm. made with the phase one. Uh, speaking of phase one, uh, those movies that we just mentioned, Iron Man, Iron Man 2, uh, Thor, Captain America, the first Avenger, and now the Avengers. Which one of those uh, sticks out to you? Which is your favorite? Oh, that is very tough. Hmm. I'd probably pick Avengers. But even though I'm, I'm, again, I'm very partial to all of the Iron Man movies. I'm very partial to the first Avenger, the Captain America movie. I like... I like that movie a lot. Mm-hmm. It feels like an 80s movie, like something that Spielberg would have done in the 80s. Um, kind of has that Indiana Jones vibe to right. it. Uh, I like them all. I'm not going to lie. I really, can, I I really, can I say all of them? You can say all of them. <laughs> you can say all of them. This is a special edition of the Late Night Fright. So we uh, this isn't going to be a long one. We just wanted to give uh, a few little insights and maybe kind of prompt you to go and watch the Avengers again. But really... Why we want to do this is please appreciate this moment in time because this will not come again. Mm-mm. This is amazing. We don't know what's going to happen with this franchise from here on out. Enjoy this victory lap that they're taking right now because this has never been done and might not ever be done again exactly. in the history of cinema. So enjoy the fact that you're living through history right now and watch the Avengers. Do it. Do you have anything else? I was going to say, you know, I, I know these movies are so good when I've talked to a few people lately about these movies. And they're like, you know, I don't like movies like this, but I love all the Avenger movies. That's when you know they're good. When they're cross When people do not like action movies and stuff with superheroes. But here they are watching all the Marvel movies. There's a cross-generational appeal to them. these two. It's, it's amazing. Uh, 
like I said, I can't say enough good things about this movie. It's not a perfect movie. We've talked about this. There's only one perfect movie. That's Predator. This movie is not Predator, but it's very, very good. It's very good. uh, It's better than very good. So uh, check it out again if it's been a while since you've seen it. And if you haven't seen it, then get out from under the rock that you've been living living under. So I think they were all on. Um, they were all coming on television today. So if you can't watch them today, record. They're going to be on TV. Can. I know somewhere on Netflix. Yeah. They're, they're very easy to find. Yes. You shouldn't have any trouble finding it. So go watch them. Uh, two thumbs up here. Mm-hmm. Definitely two thumbs up. Crowd pleasing movie, and still I get that same feeling uh, watching it today that I did then. So this is again a very special edition of the Late Night Fright. We will be back this uh, weekend, this Friday, talking about you know proper booger movies. But uh, we just wanted to give a little love to the Marvel Universe and to give a spotlight to those Avengers movie because Endgame is out now. So I'm sure you probably you've all probably seen it by the time we get this episode probably out. So. <laughs> so I'm Dan and I'm Faith, and we will see you on the other side. Oh, my God.